Just a quick Q&A today. This is from a tradie who wants to do heavy towing with a ute. What's legal? What's a good idea? What's a bad idea? How should you approach it? That's next. I'm John Cadogan from AutoExpert.com.au and I get new cars to cheap. Get a hell of a lot of utes, incidentally. Australia only. Website. Card. Utes, so popular in this country, and plenty of them are out there doing heavy shit, towing heavy shit, carrying heavy shit. There's a lot of that going on. Just drive past a building site, dude, check it out. And Bradley O'Shea is one of those dudes doing exactly that by the sound of things. And his email to me is titled, Ute for towing a 2.8 tonne trailer. So, my default piece of advice for you, if you're in the market for a ute and you would like to tow with it, is don't tow a trailer fully loaded which is heavier than the curb weight of the vehicle because the trailer relies on the vehicle for its stability in yaw and pitch okay so the heavier the trailer is in relation to the vehicle the greater its ability to nudge the vehicle off the road. And this is a really serious problem, as anybody who has ever suffered the death wobbles would know. Okay? So just think about that. So that's not a legal compliance piece of advice. You're allowed to tow something much heavier than that, stupidly enough. But in the domain of good ideas and bad ideas, unless you've got a hell of a lot of experience and perhaps you only want to do it very occasionally, don't tow a trailer that's heavier than the curb weight of the vehicle. Brad goes on and says, Hi John, I'm after a ute to tow my tool trailer with. I'm also looking at buying a Hino truck for my scaffolding as I am a builder. Builders. Keeping society upright. I like it. In the ute, I would like it to be able to tow the trailer comfortably and have good safety while doing so. They never crash test loaded commercial vehicles. You know why? Because they'd all fail. They're terrible when they're heavily loaded. Like, the best safety advice I can give you if you've got a heavily loaded vehicle is don't crash, ever. So, I get the safety thing. Good on you for thinking of safety as part of this process, like... 13 points out of 10, but a heavily loaded vehicle towing a heavy, a heavy trailer, if it crashes, it's always bad. I currently have a BT50 2016 with 300,000 Ks on it. Decent choice. I would like to keep this car as it's been great for its purpose and will keep it as one of the employee's cars. <laughs> one of the benefits of being the boss, isn't it? Giving the old shit out to someone else. I'm wondering if I need to go to a bigger vehicle. Good idea as I will have my gear in the tray of the ute and the trailer, but I am now going to have Duos apprentices in the car also. Good on you for training future tradies. There's so many tradies at the moment who are just running away from the whole apprentice thing, but uh, we need, obviously, a fresh supply. So good on you, Brad. What is your advice in this situation? Okay, so let's talk about compliance, shall we? Because compliance is probably the lowest bar that you've got to set. And restrictions about good ideas and bad ideas tend to be tighter than compliance issues, right? So I had a look at 
the following situation, I had to make a few assumptions, Brad, but if we assume that 2,800 kilos is the aggregate trailer mass, and you're accurate about that, I'm going to assume that it's got 280 kilos of download and you want about 10% for a bit of stability in a straight line. I'm going to assume that you're three people on board, which is you and the two young fellas, 300 kilos in total because there'll be some stuff in the cab as well and that's a nice round number. I'm going to assume that you've got 220 kilos of gear in the tray, inclusive of the tow bar installation and any other accessories. And being a builder, you're probably going to ditch the tub and put on a tray and you're going to have bar work over the top for carrying long shit. And then there's going to be a roof rack on top of some other kind of front bar for carrying really long stuff, okay? And that's pretty conservative, okay? It's going to be hard to stick to 220 kilos if you do all of that. But... I chose the 220 just to make the, the maths easy because 220 plus the 280 of download is 500, right? And then the 300 kilos of people and their gear makes 800, all right? So up front, I'd say scratch Navara and scratch Triton because they're really not the best choices for heavy towing. And uh, Navara with its coil springs doesn't cope very well with the heavy loads of real heavy towing. And I've got a Triton, and the other day I got a 2,000-kilo uh, ATM trailer, and I picked up something that maxed out the trailer, basically, and I drove it about 130 k's at highway speeds on the freeway from nearly Newcastle to back here to Sydney, and I'd have to say north of Arimba, if you know this area. The freeway is just shit after all the rain we had over the past 12 months. It's just really bumpy and pretty interesting with the heaviest possible load on the Triton, two tons including the trailer and bumping around at 100 odd k's an hour. That got interesting so I had to slow down for that and I wouldn't be comfortable towing more than two tons with that vehicle just saying even though it's legal. So scratch Navara and Triton. I had a look at Ranger Wild Track V6 diesel because if you want good performance while you're towing that's probably the best option, although I have some reservations when it comes to Ford's ability to deliver reliability or decent support if you have a problem. And they're both pretty important considerations if you are using that vehicle that way every day. Like if it goes down, your business is going to be impacted and you need a plan B. And part of that plan B would want to be, let's get it back on the road quickly and let's get some good support. And I'm not sure you'll get that from Ford. I also had a look at the BT50, which is obviously what you're driving now. Although what you're driving now is a hastily made over Ranger from 2016. Whereas what you'd be upgrading to is a hastily made over D-Max from 2023. So there's that. But in the case of both of these vehicles, you're going to be okay on GVM and GCM, so the gross vehicle mass, the payload and the gross combination mass will all comply based on the assumptions that I made and the 2.8 tonnes that you want to tow. Incidentally, the variant of the BT50 I used in that assessment was the Chunda Auto, the BT50 Chunda. If you're from America or something and you want to know what Chunda is, just go to the Macquarie Dictionary and look it up. It's the same entry as Technicolor Yawn. They're both awesome pieces of Aussie vernacular. You should adopt them in America. So the bottom line is you're going to comply 
in both of those vehicles on gross vehicle mass and gross combination mass you'll be within the payload based on the assumptions that I just detailed okay but you are going to be pretty close on GVM in the wild track you're only going to be in by about 150 kilograms on GVM and you're going to be even tighter on GVM in the BT right you'll be within 87 kilos and the danger there is you're not going to weigh the vehicle every time that you drive right and there's going to be some days when you've just got heavier shit in or you're going to be on the way to something and you're going to pick something up and you're going to put it on the racks and it's going to be heavy and if you get stopped then 87 kilos is pretty easy to sort of eat up with all of that stuff and I'd suggest that it's also borderline dangerous to do that kind of towing every day. If you only had to tow something a few tens of kilometres at that all-up weight occasionally, then yeah, okay, I can see a case for that. But you're going to be doing this day in and day out, right? And the other, the other problem, as I see it, with getting so close to the limit, is the impact on overall reliability and longevity of the vehicle, like the service impacts of doing that. And I'd suggest that what you really need to put three people and stuff in it and tow a big heavy trailer is actually a truck that can do all of those things far more capably and far more comfortably. And then you might just want to have, I don't know, some token ute to drive around in at the weekends or maybe you'll send the apprentices off in the truck and you'll have your own ute to go and, I don't know, manage a few different building sites. But I'd say, look, if all you can afford is one ute to do all of that stuff, then you can comply if you manage that carefully. But if you are going to take the tub off the back of one of those utes and put your own tray on and all of that bar work, definitely go to a weigh station like a weigh bridge and figure out how much all of that stuff weighs because it's going to be so easy for you to be unwittingly over the limit that you know the cost of doing that the work cover type implications if something goes wrong I wouldn't want to run that gauntlet so you really have to manage the load in the ute if you are going to do all of that other stuff carry the people and tow that big heavy trailer you're going to have to be very careful about the all-up weight of the ute because it's going to be so easy to step over the compliance line and as I see it you're already pretty much over the limit when it comes to what those vehicles are designed to do safely even though the manufacturers are going to tell you different.